Abraham. Welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Vazil. I got my man Mitchell Tennis here, and we are breaking down all the team stacks for Week 11 in the NFL. Mitchell, how you doing tonight, buddy? We're good. You know, last night the the NBA draft, uh, Emerald's big move is you know Ricky Rubio's coming home. So I guess <laughs> you know, apparent. Apparently that's all Timberwolves fans can ask for, right? That's uh, that's all you get, man. You're a Timberwolves <laughs> fan. You know how long. I mean, it used to be the Timber Bulls. Now it's I think back to the Timberwolves. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes, man. But I guess it could be worse. Ricky Rubio. I mean, yeah. it could be worse. <laughs> I'm not saying it, it could, could but I just think it's fun. I just think it's funny. It is funny. Poor, poor Ricky Rubio. He got traded like eight times and just ends up right back at home. So, uh. Again, it could be worse, but we gave you enough time to complain about being a Minnesota fan. We'll get to the Vikings game in a little bit for you. Don't worry. I, I think uh, I think Dallas might actually take that one home, even as a seven and a half point fa- uh, dog. But let's jump into it. We're going to be going game by game in the NFL here for you to see what we like, what we don't like, and what we're going to be rolling with. So let's start with this game. This one's going to be fun. I think it's one of the the, the better games of the slate, especially considering what we've seen from these teams in the past. We have Tennessee. We have Baltimore. Tennessee is a six and a half point road dog. The over under is 48 and a half. Obviously, Lamar Jackson put up some numbers in that playoff game last year. Didn't do too much with it. Derrick Henry is still a beast. Two weird teams. I don't even though we're on to week 11, I don't even think we really know what the hell we have in either of these teams at this point. Where are you looking? Are there any plays here that you're liking? I you never can. I just feel like you can't go wrong with Lamar. Um, Tennessee's obvious. Lamar struggles to throw the ball. Obviously, Tennessee struggles to guard um, in the secondary. So I think if Lamar can get a little uptick there and manage a rushing touchdown at seventy three hundred, I think he can pay off his price. I'd obviously pair him with Mark Andrews at forty nine hundred as a tight end. Other than that, I don't really like too much from this game. That's yeah, I don't No Derrick Henry? Tannehill. I don't I probably won't. Honestly. All right. I we appreciate the honesty. That's uh that's <laughs> that's why that's why we bring you on the show, Mitchell, because we appreciate your honesty. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, jump off that one. That one is fun. Let's go to another one. This one will be quick. We have Philadelphia traveling to Cleveland. Cleveland is a three-point favorite over under of 47 and a half. Right now, I'm seeing rain. The last couple of weeks in Cleveland, it has been practical monsoon weather during these games. I don't know if it's like that all the time there, but it has been on Sunday afternoons. So um, I don't know, man. These teams, Nick Chubb, I guess. Is there really anything else from this game we could possibly want at this point? Yes, but with the weather, I don't see much. I was if Ertz plays, I've seen he's practiced in full pending weather at thirty seven hundred. I think it'd be a nice salary play at tight end this week. But other than that, well, I, I assume we can... if you like Ertz at thirty seven hundred, and if he doesn't play, I mean, I assume you like Goddard at thirty eight hundred. Oh, then, right? yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But I think I think Ertz is going to play. He practiced in full, and I believe was activated off the IR. So, good stuff. Yeah, any of those is... tight ends, honestly, in Philly, Rogers, Ertz, Goddard, I don't care. Fuck Philly, but yes. like, yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> as long as they play, yeah, yeah, 
Good point. And yeah, again, the weather's there. So definitely that one uh, we'll chalk up to wait and see. Uh, that is definitely going to be a little worrisome. Uh, another one, I don't think we're going to have too much in this game, either New England and Houston. New England is a two-point favorite in this game on the road, uh, over under of 47. Anything you like from this game? Surprisingly, I like Deshaun at 6,500, and I would like to pair him with Fuller at 6,200. Patriots rank 30th and pass DVOA. Got it. And I think at sixty five hundred, Deshaun Deshaun's at a good price. And then obviously, um, Will Fuller had up until last game had a touchdown in six six straight games. Yeah. So I think that, that could last, be a nice spot to. That last game ahead. was in Cleveland with all that win too. So you really can't even right, blame right. him for not getting the touchdown in that yeah, game. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of drove you know put their price down some. So I think there there there's value there in a pretty good matchup. I love it. Yeah. This Patriots defense, um, not that great. Still think the Patriots win. The the line went from plus three to minus two for the Patriots. You usually don't see that much movement, especially uh, on the road, but everyone saw what they did to the Ravens and the, everyone saw what they did to my five team parlay. So, you know, it's understandable that they want to get in on that Patriots money. Uh, Moving on, we have Detroit and Carolina. Uh, We have Teddy Bridgewater. It was really weird today. I got a report saying he was going to play, and then a report that said he wasn't going to play. Matt Stafford ripped a tendon in his hand, if I'm not mistaken. And we have Christian McCaffrey already out, and DeAndre Swift is in concussion protocol. Concussion protocol this late in the week is not a great sign. Uh, I mean, that's... No Kenny Galladay, most likely. That dude hasn't played all year. Is there anything from this game with two backup quarterbacks? Maybe Mike Davis, but do you even want to go that far? Just one thing on Bridgewater at 420 my time. Uh, he appears unlikely to start this Sunday. Sources tell Ian Rappaport. Yeah, so doesn't look like so, anybody's playing in this game. I do like Mike Davis, especially if there's going to be a rookie, I believe rookie quarterback in there, right? PJ Walker. Walker. I don't know if he's technically a rookie. He's an AAF or XFL XFL legend. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Lions give up the the most points in the league to running backs, 36.6 fantasy points per game, um, and rank 27th worst in rush DVOA. So at 6,800, I think if Mike Davis could heavily be involved in the game plan with obviously not your starting quarterback in, you know, it's a different it's a different uh the offense changes a little yeah I, I would say i think they're gonna try and lean on him as much as possible but yeah what a weird game everybody's just kind of getting ruled out it's just ticking down ticking down uh let's move on atlanta and new orleans new orleans is favored by four points over under a 51 and a half as we know drew Brees will not be in Jameis winston 5900 huh huh oh yeah oh yeah yeah you're in oh yeah hell yeah oh, let's yeah. go yeah I mean, yeah, Falcons giving up the most fantasy points per game to QBs, uh, 2,900 yards, 22 touchdowns. That's the most in the league for both of those categories. Um, well, the most on this slate, I should say. Excuse me. But, um, yeah, like Michael Thomas, 7,300. I still think he has 
upside to reach. I know I've been saying that, and I know his targets have gone up each week. Obviously, the Tampa Bay game, they didn't really need to throw. And he had six targets in that game, seven targets last week, and then Breeze got hurt. I think Michael Thomas is in a great spot and can still, you know, exceed more than 21, obviously, in NFL, you kind of look for three times. And then looking at Emmanuel Sanders at 4,900 against this Falcons secondary, I think you can pair him with both, honestly. I love it. I love it. How are we running it? Are we running it back on the other side? Any Julio, any Calvin Ridley, any Hayden Hurst, anything on that end? Yeah, we'll have to see if Ridley plays. Easy. I saw he was a limited participant in practice, but I th- in Atlanta, I just I think whichever of the receivers between Julio and Ridley is cheaper is probably the one that I'd rather play that week. I love it. Yeah. Um, looks like Ridley's cheaper, but yeah, let's see what uh, what happens with him there. Definitely something to pay attention to. Um, let's move on. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Uh, Pittsburgh, 10 and a half point favorites. Over under a 46, so they don't think Jacksonville is going to score that many points. Last week, Big Ben did his thing. It felt like all the receivers got touchdowns. James Conner was a complete dud and very disappointing. How are we running it this week? Are you going to play with this game? Ten and a half point spread. That's pretty big. Yeah. I'm... These receivers are all 6K-ish. They, they split... Um usage pretty evenly i feel like it's i don't i don't think i love a lot it's tough to play pool maybe he you know finds the end zone frequently I like this. I'm just kind of watching you, just trying to figure it out, trying to do all the math <laughs> in your head and all this shit, just kind of staying no, quiet, I, letting you do your thing. Yeah. I love it. De- Deontay Johnson against this Jacksonville secondary, I think. Obviously, he's the cheapest option. He's had 10 targets, 11 targets the last two weeks against softer, weaker defenses like he plays this week in Dallas and Cincinnati. I think that's – if you want – it. Put him with Big Ben, I think I feel like that can give you the most upside from this game. I love that Big Ben 6,700. I think I agree there. Big Ben, uh, nice week last week. Not too shabby at all. So that was a lot of fun to see. Yeah, I think Deontay Johnson is definitely the way to go. He's the cheapest. And again, you're kind of just playing roulette with these wide receivers at this point, just trying to figure out who the hell are we actually going to pop off. And Claypool's the guy that seems to get the most touchdowns. And then Deontay Johnson seems to be the guy that gets the most targets. And then Juju seems to be the guy that gets the most receptions. So it's just really confusing. Um, which one to play? So I like your call. Just play Big Ben. That way you get all of them, right? They're, well, they're obviously facing Jacksonville 31st in past DVOA. And so I think you should play them. I just, I, I, it's hard to say, yeah, this is the one to play, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, just as of note, not, I don't know how much it matters, but Jacksonville's first round pick, CJ Henderson, was put on IR. So, if that's a good thing, that's a good thing. If you consider that, hey, at least he was—he's been not so great this year. Maybe somebody else can do something. It's another way to look at it. But one of their starting quarterbacks is going to be down, so again, makes it a little easier to play one of these wide receivers. A uh, couple games left here. Last one o'clock game, we have Cincinnati and we have the Washington Football Club. 
Uh, spread is about one and a half to the football club. And we have an over under of about 47. Um, looks like Joe Mixon is not going to play. He is, uh, he is a Q tag, most likely not going to play. T Higgins also has a Q tag. Didn't know that one was coming up, but it did. So something to pay attention to. How you liking this game? Alex Smith, I am interested no in 5,300. I, I had a little bit of them last I was going to say, you said Alex Smith like, last week. Yeah. yeah. I was, and then every time every time they you know got in the red zone or close to the goal line, of course, I'm like, shit, they run it in. I think mm-hmm. uh, McKissick had a touchdown last week, and Gibson had two. And I'm like, of course, Smith throws for 350 yards and zero touchdowns. But – he obviously got the 300-yard bonus last week. He scored eight, 18-something fantasy points, I believe. That's about a touchdown. So I think you can I think you can roll him out again against Cincinnati's pass defense, ranks 29th. They, he threw the ball 55 times last week, and that was against Detroit. It's not like they're a great team. It's true. So, They're not a great team. I, so, so, I mean, Terry I, McLaurin, Terry McLaurin's an animal. So I'm assuming we can at least pair him up with Terry McLaurin, but are you going to try and run it back on the other side? Giovanni Bernard. I mean, again, Mixon's out. So Bernard's going to, you know, 5,500. That's pretty cheap for a running back. This Washington front seven's pretty good though. I mean, is there anything on the other side you want to run it back with? I like, I just want to one more uh, Washington guy, Logan Thomas, tight end 3,300. Obviously last week, Six targets, six four catches, sixty six yards. That was his first game with Alex Smith. Like I obviously mentioned, Alex Smith didn't throw a touchdown last week, but I feel like if they do throw in the red zone, it's likely Logan Thomas. So I think he has a little bit more upside with Alex Smith if they do throw in the red zone. And then, obviously, like you said, run it back to Cincinnati side. Watch T. Higgins. I saw he didn't practice today due to an illness, and obviously with the with COVID and all everything that is going on, that's something that obviously needs to be monitored. If he's out, Tyler Boyd fifty six hundred, AJ Green thirty six hundred would obviously become super chalky plays. Even if he plays, I think you can roll Boyd at fifty six hundred. He's his price has come down some. I don't. I think I'd only play green if if um, Higgins is out, though. That makes sense. Yeah, AJ Green has definitely become the third man there. Uh, I don't even think it's a question. I think he's also the third best receiver, maybe even the fourth best receiver there now. AJ Green, at least he's making money, but dude got old real quick when all those injuries just keep piling up. It's pretty unfortunate, but whatever. I'm here for it. Uh, let's move on. We have a couple of late games. Uh, it doesn't really feel this slate's weird. I don't know, man. It doesn't feel like there's like, like really like a couple games, like the Seahawks, Arizona game that's going on during recording. <laughs> yeah. Like there's not one of those just like hammer everything. That's what you have to do. It's going to be an interesting one. So of course, make sure to pay attention to wind daily sports. We're going to have multiple, multiple, multiple pieces of content coming out. We have our cash games. We have our GPP games. We have our game-by-game breakdown. We have it all for you. And then also, of course, the fun live stream Sunday morning, 11 a.m. with Sticks and Ghosts. They're going to go game-by-game for you and give you everything that you need. So very excited for that. But I got Mitchell here. I'm going to use the heck out of him. So we have the Dolphins minus three and a half going two mile high to his first game on the road. Um, 
Dolphins feel like they should be a way bigger favorite here. They're not, so it's a little scary. They kind of did it to us last week, though, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, over under 45, though. They don't think too many points are going to be scored in this game. Is this one you want to mess around with? I don't love much from this one. Lock, split reps, first team reps with Rippy in today. That's something to watch. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Is he hurt? Yeah. It says ribs, but it says lock ribs, split QB reps with Rippy and during Thursday's practice. Okay. That's not great. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do too much with this game. That was fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about this Miami team in this spot <laughs> again. Tua on the road. Uh, it's a little fishy. That line, three and a half, is just a little fishy for me. Um, Fant, Fant just returned to a limited practice today. So who knows if he plays. One guy I do want to mention, Matt Rita, coming back from injury. I think he. Gets the start here at min price for uh, running back on DK. I think that's just an in, uh, salary saver spot to take a look. But I would make sure that he does get labeled the starter. Otherwise, I'd, mm-hmm. I don't know how well he will fare if he's you know just a pass. Just comes out of the field, backfield as a pass catcher. Yeah, I don't think Matt Breida, um, since leaving San Francisco, he very clearly has been down in the depths here. I wouldn't be surprised if Sylvain Almed uh, ends up just staying as the starting running back there either. But yeah, pay attention. That's the important thing to do. You got to pay attention. Uh, let's move on. Chargers and Jets. We have the Chargers as nine and a half point favorites over under 46 and a half. Again, not too much with these games. It's kind of disappointing. Um, Justin Herbert, 6,800. We have Joe Flacco starting at 5K. He did pretty well last week. Um, and Kalen Balaj, friggin' the Jets give him up. They don't want anything to do with him. And here he is as the starting running back for the Chargers. Uh, revenge game. Can we play that narrative? I don't think, I don't know. That's a fun one to play. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it against the Jets. I mean, uh, if it's somebody, if there's a team to do it against, I feel like the Jets is New York. The Jets is the team. Other, what else? We missed? Yeah, anything else? Yeah, other than other than that, I don't. I think you can play Herbert. He's a, obviously proven that he's a good quarterback and that they throw the ball quite a bit in the red zone. Other than, I don't really, I don't know that I'll play a lot. Hunter Henry, hmm? Hunter Henry with Herbert or Keenan Allen. But I, I'll look at Kalen Balaj here if he's gonna if he's gonna see eighteen carries and six targets out of the backfield against the, against the Jets. I, I think he'll pay off fifty six hundred. Again, and going up against his former team, we love, love, love the revenge narratives. It never gets any better than that. A uh, couple games left here. Let's go with Green Bay. Opened as two-point favorites, are now two-point dogs on the road to Indianapolis. Um, I'm out on Jonathan Taylor. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely yep. in on Aaron Jones. I will say since Darius Leonard has come back, this Colts defense has been as good as they should have been. Um, but their secondary kind of sucks. So Devonte Adams, unfortunately, I think he missed practice again, which isn't great. I thought it was just kind of one of those like, ah, we'll see what happens. Um, but it also looks like Alan Lazard will be coming off of IR. So if Devonte Adams is out, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Alan Lazard, both under 5k. Huh? That's interesting. Is it not? 
Yeah, honestly, if Devontae Adams plays, I'm interested in Lazard. If he, as long as he plays, I believe he will at 4,600. He was the pretty clear number two wideout before he got hurt, and I, I would just have to believe that he resumes that role. So I think him at 4,600. Aaron Rodgers is in a tough matchup, but he can, you know, he's Aaron Rodgers. He can do it against anybody. Like you said, Aaron Jones, 7,200. I like him. Other than that, probably avoiding the Colts' backfield. And then if you look, you could look at Philip Rivers and Michael Pittman Jr. Pittman Jr.'s last two weeks, seven targets, eight targets, 101 yards last week. And I believe that was with T.Y. Hilton playing what, I guess, what's left of. I was going to say the corpse of T.Y. <laughs> Hilton playing, right? I mean, what's left of him? Well, they're obviously, you know, going more to Pittman, you know. As they should, because he's, you know, capable now. Um, they also have Rascal Pascal over there, a couple other dudes. So I, I don't know. I'm not that game scares me as well, man. Like all these matchups this week, it just nothing nothing jumps out at me. But this last one, your Minnesota Vikings just coming <laughs> off a, a win. Yes, they beat the Bears, but my God, they needed one of the worst quarterback performances I have ever seen in my life to win that game. And it was only by six points. That was bad. That was real bad. Um they are favored by seven points against the Cowboys over under a 50. So it's honestly one of the biggest totals on the slate. Um, looking, looking, it is the biggest total on the Sunday slate, which is crazy. Cowboys coming off a bye. Looks like Randy, Andy Dalton's going to be back. Hopefully they can get Zeke. Hopefully he's healed up or whatever from his hamstring or some bullshit. I don't know. Talk to me about this game. This one actually seems like the most fun, most potential filled game. Honestly, I love it. You know, when you get to watch the Vikings and you got, you know, you're watching DK with the Vikings game as Vikings and Cowboys as the hammer and you can pick on both teams. I like Zeke at 6,500. If if there's obviously a spot that he's going to break out, I think, against the Vikings is definitely a high possibility. And he's obviously at a way cheaper price tag than we're used to seeing Ezekiel Elliott at 6,500. And then continuing with the Cowboys, Amari Cooper down at 5,400 with Andy Dalton back. Granted, it's not Dak Prescott, but I think it's better than what he had had for the last couple of weeks. So I think Amari Cooper at 5,400 against this bad Vikings secondary is who Vikings secondary has given up the fifth most fantasy points per game to wideouts this year. And then C.D. Lamb, obviously at 5K, too, is also at a very good price in the highest game, highest total game, like you said. And then if we flip to the Vikings side of the ball, I never like playing Kirk Cousins, especially when he's above 6K. So I won't be I won't be rolling him out. I think Dalvin sees enough usage and touches the ball enough. Obviously, 30 carries last week, four receptions, four targets. Obviously, he's the biggest part of their offense at 9,000. I think prior to last week against Chicago, he had put up 51 and 42. So he's in this in the highest scoring game 
of the week, I th- I think he has a pretty a pretty high ceiling as well. So other than Kirk, I really like any position player from this game. I think I don't love Dalton Schultz, but I still think you can play him do his price at thirty six hundred. And then the only thing that I would stay away from probably is the Vikings tight end situation. Uh, it's it's something, man. It is something. Is Irv Smith? Is he gonna be back or is he questionable? Out still? I believe still questionable. Yeah. Okay, was limited yeah. still, and you know they're. It's I, difficult. I think he'll, I, I think he'll play. So that's why I, that's why I said you know everything. I think really in this game is in play, other than for me, Kirk Cousins in the Vikings tight end situation. I love it. Little Justin Jefferson, he's been phenomenal this year. Adam Thielen's coming out of his two-season slump, it looks like, a little bit. A couple touchdowns the other night, so should be fun. Yeah, I, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I think you're right. I think that's the most fun game. I think that's where we're going to find a lot of our plays. That's where I think we're going to win a lot of money. Mari Cooper, nice and cheap. Zeke, 6,500. How often do you see Zeke at 6,500? I don't know, man. I think that might be fun. I agree. Don't play Kirk Cousins. That's just that's don't don't put <laughs> good at, money on bad players. Hey, you're asking for it at that point. I've you know, obviously seen that and learned that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You being a Vikings fan too, I think that's important to understand. But awesome, man. Appreciate the hell out of you. That was all the games. The weird, weird slate. So I think we went through it nice and quick. Uh, make sure to follow us at Wind Daily Sports. Make sure to hop into the chat at Windaily or WindailySports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in our expert chat. And also, please, if you're listening to the podcast, give us a five-star review. It helps a lot. You have no idea how much it really does. So, Mitchell, where can everyone find you on the internet? At Mitchell101, T-H-O-E-N-N-1 on Twitter, and Mitchell Tennis, T-H-O-E-N-N-E-S on Instagram, and in the Discord chat at BombCarlo15. Hell yeah. Mitchell has a nice MMA article coming for us in the next couple minutes, hours. I don't know. It's coming out soon. We got some good fights on Saturday. So excited uh, to see a lot of that. You can find me at Michael Raziel one. As I said, follow us at wind daily sports, wind backslash chat five star review on the podcast for Mitchell, for myself, for the rest of the wind daily sports family. We all hope to make it a very profitable week 11 in the NFL. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.